how many does Hawaii have? Do you know? I think Hawaii has four. Okay. They should just give Hawaii a couple extra electors just on just on the back of just being beautiful. Beautiful. Here. They have four electoral votes. You really got a gorgeous state here. I tell you what, you're, what we're going to do for you, okay? <laughs> uh, is, is it going to be uh, federal funding? No, 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 no. We're not going to give you any money. But what we're going to give you is one more bureaucrat. How about that? It's better than money. How about that? <laughs> Welcome back to the Trilateral Troika. This is Steve, along with the other Steve. Yep. And Ryan. Did you just, did you just throw like a quarter into a vase? I'm not yeah. even... It's just two ice cubes and Jameson. I'm not even acting like I have a mixer with this tonight. This is just straight liquor. You're... Oh my god. You're just you're just so missing that bar experience that you're doing those like bar <laughs> tricks where you put like a quarter under a glass. I'm and you're just just doing it to yourself. Now guys, watch this. <laughs> I tip now watch. myself. Okay, that's how much I miss the bar. I tip myself every drink I make. You're not watching. You need to watch. I'm gonna do a trick here. Huh? <laughs> I just want to note that none of us can see what is happening because we are all in separate locations, and this is an audio. <laughs> like how Steve's like Steve got the joke, but he's explaining it to everyone else. <laughs> That's because everyone else can't see you like we can see you. Oh my god! I have to do it in that like old '60s like Japanese like TV show where they explain like what's happening. Like, like at that time, Ultraman did not know, but. <laughs> The, dra- the Dragon Ball Z voiceover. Yep. I got a good Dragon so- Ball Z joke. I'm not going to give it to you. Oh, bro, come on, man. <laughs> You'll have to tune in next time for Dragon Ball Z. Dragon, dragon, rock the dragon. <laughs> Directly related to uh, the Electoral College, trust me. Yes. Um, so we're going to finish up talking about the Electoral College. We're going to talk about mainly the modern form of the Electoral College as it is today. Last episode, we talked about the Electoral College as it developed, you know, as the founding fathers sort of made it up as they went, um, and it gradually became the system we use today. Dumpster fire. <laughs> Which, oddly enough, several prominent like presidents have called for the the scrapping of the electoral college in the last 60 years so who 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 in the last like recent well, memory who who we'll, in recent we'll, memory who has called for it we'll, we'll we'll go into it but nixon was a proponent of it okay and uh, uh jimmy carter so uh-huh. not like not like Obama, Clinton, Bush, none of the well of course not Bush, fuck, he'd never be president, but none of the other like recent guys I don't think any of them have come out as publicly against the Electoral College. Okay. Huh. Uh, just to give you an overview, um, so in the Electoral College today there are 538 electors. Um, these electors are from the 50 states in Washington, D.C. Um, and each of the electors is chosen, determined by the laws of their state or municipality in the case of Washington, D.C. So each state chooses its own electors in a different way? As 
Um, usually, most of them use a similar system as we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be very different, um, say, 200 years ago. Okay. But today, um, they, they pretty much use very similar systems. And, and each of them is determined by state law. Um, so, for instance, you know, our, our current um, lame duck president has been calling, you know, for states to, to sort of supersede the, the election of the through popular vote mm-hmm. of their electors to say have them choose the electors but i believe all the states they the legislatures wouldn't be capable of doing that due to the laws that govern elections in those states gotcha okay um and since the election of 1824 um most states have chosen their presidential electors based on the results of um the popular vote on election day okay Okay. Meaning that, me, meaning that they they didn't have to go into some sort of deliberation in their legislatures to choose the who the electors would be. Um, they they just sort of go with um, whoever wins the popular vote on election day. Um, they get the electors. Damn! See how much of an easy system that is. See how easy that is. Um, and as as mentioned before, um, so far as of twenty twenty. Uh, Maine and Nebraska are the only states that use the congressional district method. Um, Maine, as mentioned, has used it since 1972, and Nebraska has used it since 1996. So when you see the blue and red stripes across Nebraska and Maine on CNN or Fox News or whatever your uh, media conglomerate of choice, that's why? Yes. What caused them Um, to change? uh, The the states chose to. Um, They they changed their, their laws. Um, so the, because remember the congressional district method was a method that was um, favorited for a while in the 1800s, um, and and oddly enough, it, it was brought back in the 20th century for these two states. Also, isn't that um, a more fair way of doing it as well? It, it is, um, but most states are sort of moving away from that, um, as as we'll see in some of the the sort of challenges to the electoral college system. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so it, in in most states, you know, as you know, the 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 ballot lists the the president and the vice president together, um, who run on the same ticket. Um, remember, originally it was not that way, um, in which the person who came in second ended up being the vice president. God, could you imagine a fucking Trump Hillary presidency? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> freaking like, who would be wait, Trump as the president and her as the vice president? God, that'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah, that would probably be how it would be because she came in second. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, the odd in front couple. of uh, Jill Stein and anybody else that ran. Yeah, that'd be well. Fucking well technically, hilarious. Mike Pence would also run. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see that mayonnaise, vanilla, absolute, just bland human being winning anything. Even Indiana hates him. That's where he came Not from. Not even mother would vote him. for him. Yeah. He's Wait, got what? some skeletons, too. <laughs> his mother or his wife mother? <laughs> his, his wife, wife mother. mother. <laughs> he only has one mother. When he married her, his other mother is dead to him. <sighs> That's how that works. Religion. <laughs> um, so the states require that the electors have to vote for the candidate um, that chose them, who, who they're pledged to. Um, and a number of states also have laws um, that prevent uh, what's called a faithless elector, um, which is an elector who votes against um, the party um, for the chosen candidate. Um, sometimes it can be just, just sort of in protest, for instance, um, in 2016, 
Um, there was the elector that voted for Bernie Sanders instead of Hillary, um, which which was just sort of like a show because it's only one vote. It had no like yeah. chance of really doing anything. Now there are states that actually like have laws against that, aren't there? Yes, um, we'll we'll get to it. But Pennsylvania is one of them that that pretty much has laws that discourage it. And if you go against the party as well, um, you can be censured from the from your political party for doing that, which means they they pretty much kick you out. Okay. Um, so a, a candidate, in order to win, they need at least two hundred and seventy electoral votes. I'm sure we're all aware of that over the recent um, never-ending election. God, it's still yeah. fucking going on, too. Jesus Christ. Now George is going to machine count all their votes again. It's like, God damn. No, they're not, are they? They just hand-counted. Yeah. I know. No, well, the hand-count was an audit. Now they're going to machine recount. But mm-hmm. why? It's that stupid. It's that's Because everything is dumb. It's 2020. The lawsuit in Pennsylvania was, was dismissed with, with prejudice, which Woo! is... Uh, <laughs> Which they is are one in thirty-one in court. Get yeah. fucked. <laughs> one, in, I think it's actually one in thirty-three. One in thirty-three now. Get fucked. Cheers to that. Usually, that's when you stop. You don't become uh, what's that guy's name that sues all the video game uh, developers, Jack uh, Jack Valance or whatever. Fuck's his name. <laughs> Who's I this? can't. I can't remember his name. Uh, Jack sues video games. Yeah. What the fuck's this guy? Jack Thompson, yeah. Yeah, he's, Jack Thompson. He sues what? everyone over, like, Grand Theft Auto and Man. Oh, and stuff. okay, not like he's playing the game and he was unhappy. He's, like, a senator that's unhappy yeah. with violence or something? Okay. He's not a senator. He's a shithead. Okay. And he just he's just super litigious about uh, violent video games, essentially. Gotcha, gotcha. He's just a, uh, he's just a crank. Because, you know, he's totally fine with kids watching, like, World War II documentaries and movies. I'm about to say, can't. his favorite movie is probably Rambo. Yeah, but they cannot play Grand Theft Auto 4. God forbid. Um, Which is if, more realistic than World War II. I mean, clearly. Just wait for Grand Theft Auto VR. <gasps> It'd be good. If no candidate receives a majority of the of the electoral votes, um, it can be determined by um, a contingency procedure under the 12th Amendment. Um, that's where the House... Um, they... They choose one of the top um, three presidential electoral vote winners as president, mm. and then the Senate cho- chooses one of the two top um, vice presidential electoral vote winners as vice president. I'm sorry. So, you mean it can end in a tie? It, yes, if the, it, it can. So these fucking clowns weren't even smart enough to give it an odd number of electoral votes. I think it's the opposite. I think they. They set it up a certain way, and then they just put in contingencies? Yes, because um, the, the amount of electoral votes is determined by their representation in Congress. Yeah, I mean, of course, but I mean, like, there's no way to fudge, like, one in there somewhere, take it away from somebody, or give it to somebody else. Like, take it away from, from fucking, like, Idaho. Nobody lives in Idaho. Del- take one Delaware. Well, well, before Delaware, Washington, yeah, D.C., <laughs> before Washington, D.C. was given their votes, it was an odd number. It was 535 instead of 538. Okay. So then they should have just um, given it, DC four votes but then three. But then, statistician Nate Silver said, well, we need to have a better number, and he made a website called 538, and then they immediately changed it. They all just got up and started clapping. Amazing. Yeah. And Fuck then it. Aaron Sorkin... I like how Nate Silver here. just kind of looks like a... 
he kind of looks like a like a McDonald's employee from like the mid eighties. Um, <laughs> but then when you look at but then when you look at his uh, his feed when they're doing like the election night feed, they really like charged him up inside his little avatar. He kind of looks like a like a uber nerd, you know, like a swordfish yeah. level Nate, statistician. Nate looks like that guy from the league if he was just an alcoholic. I'm not shitting. Up. I'm not shitting on him either too hard. Like I, I kind of like Nate Silver. I think I think he's out there for a reason, but uh, I'm just making fun of his avatar, honestly. <laughs> Nick Kroll. That's who it is. He looks like a fucking alcoholic. Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll, man, with glasses. Yeah. His dad is like uh, the man when it comes to data recovery and security. Who Nick Kroll? Yeah. Ah. Uh. You know who he is, right? The actor from, like, The League and all this other shit he's been in? Do I know who Nick Kroll is? Yeah. Oh, there yeah, There are people absolutely. that don't, so I gotta... No way. That's Senor Feature. Right, listen. Yeah. <laughs> Stay up all night. <laughs> anyway, the feature. point is Nate Silver looks like a drunken Nick Kroll. Anyway. I'm in a so green screen like... prison counting votes. <laughs> So the, the current number of representatives in Congress is based on the 2010 census, um, so it may possibly change uh, next year. On average, each each representative um, represents about 711,000 individuals. Okay. Um, and again, um, it was 535 votes until Washington, D.C. was given um, was given electoral votes under the um, 23rd Amendment. Mm-hmm. Um, which was ratified in 1961. Um, so Washington D.C. has as many electoral votes as Wyoming. All right, which is um, insane, but okay. When I think D.C., that's the first state I think of too. Wyoming. And and then too, <laughs> if it was a state, it would be entitled to um, only three electors, um, but it doesn't have representation in Congress. Um, so D.C. has the second highest per capita electoral college representation after Wyoming. Hmm. D.C. is like a – it's an enigma. Like if they can pass laws for the city but like Congress can overrule them or some dumb shit, something like that similar that I've heard that like it, Congress can have the final say if they try to out, – if they try to – for instance, if they were to legalize marijuana, couldn't Congress step in and be like, yeah, now we're voting against that? No. Well, well Congress essentially runs – um, Washington D.C. because Washington D.C. is is not a not a state. Yeah. It's sort of in limbo mm-hmm. because it's the capital, and under the Constitution, the capital of the United States always has to be um, just just sort of this um, area that is not under the jurisdiction of any state. Yeah. Um, so it's they're a under Colombian the district of is what it is. It's a Colombian district. Yeah. We make coffee um, there. <laughs> One Vildes. What are you like? <laughs> that episode of Seinfeld where George is constantly like naming the quote people. You know. <laughs> Juan Valdez. I got it, didn't I? <laughs> the outlaw in Josie um, Wales. <laughs> Washington, District of Coffee. Go ahead. So the um the most um the six most um populous states in the country have the most uh, representatives um in the Electoral College. Um, California is 55, Texas has 38, New York has 29, Florida also has 29, um, and Illinois and Pennsylvania both have 20 electors. Um, and then the, the seven least populous states all have the same amount of electors, three, 
um, which are Alaska, Delaware, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, Vermont, Wyoming, um, and D.C. Just good. How many does Hawaii have? Do you know? I think Hawaii has four. Okay. They should just give Hawaii a couple extra electors just on just on the back of just being beautiful. It's beautiful there. <laughs> they have four electoral votes. You really got a gorgeous state here. I tell you what, you're, what we're going to do for you, okay? <laughs> uh, is, is it going to be uh, federal funding? No, 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 no. We're not going to give you any money. But what we're going to give you is one more bureaucrat. How about that? It's better than money. How about that? <laughs> we're going to give you Philly Goopy here, okay? Goopy. <laughs> it's Greek, not Italian. And he's coming in. And he's going to be a federal elector. How about that? <laughs> Listen, well, we no, could really no, use no. some you money know to, to you work know on the... like. Hi, um, this is Tucker Smith. He's going to represent Hawaii and yeah. your indigenous people. Yes, we're aware that he is he is whiter than bleached yeah. flour. Um, but <laughs> he's yes, not he's Hawaiian, but he gets a mean tan. <laughs> he's not Hawaiian, but he might as well be because in August, oof. He darkens Throw a right up. on him. Put a flower. Put him in a flower shirt. You'll never know. Can't tell. <laughs> he knows some of the words. You know he. <laughs> He's a big fan food. of Dragon Ball Z. That's how he got into Hawaii. Hi, Heard yes. about what, Kamehameha. What, what words does he know? Uh, aloha, because he knows and he knows goodbye. He knows hello and goodbye. Hey, stop talking like some Howley, okay? <laughs> 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 oh my god. Actually, I think um, that but, whole story is how they got four. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they got four. <laughs> they got Tucker, they got Carlton, they got Skyler, and they got Clark. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you went like... You Jaden. Went, you went really... Oh, God. You guys <laughs> went like deep into the to the white... Like Bro, I, I reached deep into names. my whiteness for those names. The Bible Belt names, yeah. <laughs> Jaden, Skyler... It's time for soccer it's, practice, and if you don't get down here, your dad's going to have to take an extra antacid. It's just that I think she's Australian, that one woman with the, the chalkboard behind her of the possible baby names, and they're all, like, Horrific. awful. Yeah, they're all, yeah like, they're all just these, like, terrible yeah. made-up names. Ugh. Yeah, and she looks very, very, like, pleased with herself. Yeah. You know that she had recently another kid. And she did it again. So now there's two of them out there. Now, obviously, the second one wasn't as funny, but I'm not hitting yeah. on her. I mean, you got to go with what you, you know. If that's your clout, you, you know. You know. I'm pretty sure that's why we, we still have an electoral college because a couple people, you know, voted. <laughs> no, but that's like that's like their whole job. See, I look at the electoral college like I look at gas station attendance in New Jersey. They don't really need to pump my gas, but nobody else really wants to do it. You know, and like, it's also the law that they pump your gas. Well, that's my point, though, is that they're you know they don't want to fire all those people. You'd lose all you'd lose you'd lose five hundred thirty eight jobs, dude. That's a lot of jobs. <laughs> okay, can't lose um, those jobs. The the electors, as as stated before, are chosen by their political parties. Um, sometimes they're chosen by the candidate. Each one, um, each state has their sort of different method of doing it. Um, so, do they a, get a, a badge? Lot of times, I don't. Th- think so they might they probably get a lanyard like they get pulled <laughs> over by the cops or something <laughs> wait a minute buddy speeding look it's very important i get where i'm going i'm an elector 
I'm an elector, sir. I'm an elector. Now, why don't you just get back in your policeman car, and I'm going to make my way over here to Bob's Big Boy. Because I'm going to elect things. I'm going to elect the salad bar on my plate tonight at Bob's Big Boy. <laughs> just off are the they <laughs> Are they all special people, Steve? Like, do they have some ki- type of merit, academic, some type of achievements, you know, state uh, achievements? They're just chosen by the state chapter of their political parties. They're probably somebody who does something within the party who's not a, a federal um, employee. So when you say hmm. the state political party, obviously there's multiple political parties in each state, but you're referring to, well, like, what? Their state chapter of, like, uh, it, okay. it, with the Demo- like, for instance, the Democratic Party, it's going to be, like, the Florida Democratic Party that chooses the... Steve, let me ask you this. Are they chosen, like, COVID-19 analysts in Florida? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. So, all right. All right. um, So, what you're telling me is Scotty Farrell, the sports radio host, could be an elector. Yes. Uh, I'm not going to vote for Biden. (laughs) So, here's my question, though, right? Because now I'm confused. You said that the state party, so, for instance, the Florida Democratic Party chooses the electors, but... So the Florida Republican Party just gets fucked? Like, how does that work? Well, if whoever whoever wins the state, they get the electors. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Now but they, they, they have them usually pre-chosen before Election Day. Gotcha. Um, so, so it's already pretty much done. Um, so, but in some states, um, the electors are nominated during the primary. Okay. Okay. Um, are they in, they're, they're in, nominated or are they voted on? Well, they're they're voted on like they're they're a nominee that's on the ballot that you would vote in your. your See, that's how it should ballot. be. This is the be stupidest fucking country. Better. I swear to God. <laughs> We're just look. Each state is just a rugged individualist. This country all. is so dumb. It's so fucking dumb. Can we all please just get on the same page? Like for the love of fucking God, please. I am a paramedic in the state of Florida, but the second I cross over into Georgia, I can't do anything. My hands are tied. I'm not allowed to touch anybody. Like, what? Like why? Dude. Is- I have the same problem as as not a paramedic. (laughs) (laughs) I don't touch anybody in Florida, and it's nothing for me to not touch anybody in Georgia either. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, dude. Have you ever been in eight lanes of traffic? It's kind of hard not to touch one of those motherfuckers. (laughs) To be fair, though, I don't want to touch anybody in Georgia. I don't give a shit if anybody from from Georgia. (laughs) That state is weird. It's a weird state. So, Oklahoma, Virginia, North Carolina, um, they nominate electors at the party conventions. Okay. Um, in, in Pennsylvania, the, the campaign committee of each candidate names their names their electoral um, college candidates. Yeah, and then, right. in some states as well, um, electors may also be elected by state legislatures or appointed by the parties themselves. So, the, the states that currently choose their electors by popular vote, it's done... In um, eight states, um, they they use a, a short ballot. It just displays the name of the candidates for president and vice president, um, rather than the names of the prospective electors. Huh. So then, whoever wins that like popular vote, that whoever party they belong to has the electors ret to go. Then, right? Yeah. They're well. They're the electors for that candidate under the party. Because remember, in the primary, there's usually multiple candidates. Right. Right. So if you say you voted for um, Biden, then Biden's electors would be would be the ones that win. You're essentially voting for an elector, not the actual president when you go to vote, right? 
No. Maybe, depending on where you live. Not really. I mean, you're kind of you're voting for you're voting for the candidate you want, and you're basically hoping that the if they win, the electors go their way, and the system is set up in a way where that is nominally the case. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, your odds are getting the the electors are probably ninety nine point nine percent. Like, like Steve said, you know, you might have one douchebag who goes, "I'm gonna vote for Bernie Sanders," but it's like a throwaway vote. It's like, uh, it's a Susan Collins or something like that. You know, it's like a, it's a turd vote. It's totally insignificant and irrelevant. It's a turd just vote. like Susan Collins, absolutely great, fucking great, great, great comparison. I like it. Fucking Diane Feinstein. Oh my god. I just want to just just. Our country is being run by people who should be in a fucking retirement home. Like, why? Well, do you I think this? that's another episode. Uh, but I really feel like term limits are a hundred percent something that should well, happen. We've, we've reached the end, like sort of the end state of like the Soviet Union, where it's just like a gerontocracy where everybody at the top, like nobody's younger than like than like sixty years old. Yeah, absolutely. And Ryan said it before. Like, uh, if you have too much money, you shouldn't be able to be in government. Like well, you've no. are, you've won the game. You've won There's the game. If you're there. a billionaire no like yeah. like Kelly fucking Loeffler, if you're a fucking billionaire, get the fuck out. Move over. That's it. You already won the game. There's nothing more you can take from us. Okay? You've already still cuz if you're a billionaire at this point, I just consider you a fucking thief anyway. If you're so. a billionaire, I just look at you like you're my next meal. That's that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, back to electing them. <laughs> okay. Um so after the election, um, after all the votes are counted and and the state has said, you know, who's the who's the winner? Um, each state prepares what's called a certificates of ascertainment. Um, each um, Did you say a certificate of ass entertainment. Ascertainment. Oh, okay. A S C E. I went for the real vulgar teenage joke there. I you, went for it. You just it. had to be the ass man. I fucking went for it, dude. So you're the ass man. <laughs> Wait, I'm what movie was right it that now. they had ass man as a license plate? Seinfeld. It was no, Seinfeld. Seinfeld yeah. Yeah, there's, no, it was definitely Seinfeld, dude. Yeah, it's Seinfeld. Trust me. I'm a are Seinfeld man. Are you thinking of Billy Gunn? The no, yeah, no, you're thinking I'm of thinking, Billy Gunn. Yo, I'm gonna so get I'm real specific. real specific here, right? Yeah. It was the movie Speed, and it was specifically at the point where the black dude is in the car, and Keanu Reeves is like, "Let me use your phone," like while he's in the car with the black dude, and the black dude runs off the highway and hits those like water barrels. I think his license plate says "Ass Man" on it. Ryan, let me tell you something. All right? <laughs> I'm sorry, like how nerdy I, 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 I had the same story. <laughs> I told the same story to my uh, pediatrician when I was like 16, 17, and he he, he said I needed Adderall. So that's ADHD level. <laughs> right Holy fuck. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It wasn't his car, though. It was two cars down the highway <laughs> off in the distance, and you had to you zoom pause. in. You, listen, and then you, you had to you clear gotta... the photo up a little bit, but there was a photo there. There was a car, and it said, ass man. You got you to gotta pause the movie at exactly the right minute. <laughs> you got to hit frame 16 of scene four. <laughs> so what you got to do is well, then you only... also need to take a screenshot. Now, now import that into Photoshop, okay? All right. Now, what you want to do is you want to go to the store. You're going to get one of those Philips multi-hue light bulbs. You want to. You want your house to be mauve. If it's not mauve, you're not going to be able to see this goddamn thing. You switch to mauve, you're going to see ass man. 
You can only see it in Ryan's VHS copy of it, which does have some, which does have some tracking errors to the number of times he's paused the movie at that specific scene. Um, but the time, and if we get you go to show it to us, and the tape breaks because you you paused it too much. You call ADHD. I've been told that's autism, so I don't know. Maybe I'm autistic. I don't. They're not. They're not the same thing. Yeah. That's a. That's some um, I mean, I'm aware shit. they're not the same thing. I'm just saying. <laughs> thing. Somebody else says it's a, like that. My condition is something else. So whatever. Maybe it's a little. A little oh, crazy, I was just fucking with you, dude. Because you know I have ADHD. <laughs> I can tell you all about that. That's fun times. Oof. It's it is fun. I, it's no, fun. But, yeah, yeah. I remember all kinds of shit you'll never remember, but none of it matters. <laughs> Maybe I do have ADHD. Jesus Christ. <laughs> According to my doctor, who is an elector, everyone has it. Everyone has it a little bit. Some people just have it. You know what I mean? Welcome to the Trilateral Troika, where we diagnose illness. Yeah. Yeah, we, we so anyway, diagnose people. The only way you can be a federal elector is if you have both diverticulitis and gastro-something. Gastroparesis. Gastroparesis. Slow digestion, folks. <laughs> um, so the, the certificate of, of ascertainment um, it lists the candidates for president and vice president they're pledged election, electors um, and the total votes they received um, so it's sort of like an official like vote tally um, it's sent to the national archivist in in Washington um, and they have to carry the state seal and the signature of the governor um, or in the case of DC the mayor okay um, the Electoral College never actually meets as a body. Um, electors meet in their own state capitals. Um, mainly, remember, this is done because um, the Founding Fathers didn't want like a large body of people meeting together to um, determine who would become president. Like, everybody all in one place. Um, so it would be easier to influence them that way. Okay. Um, but... They, they each meet on the same day, um, which, as set by Congress, is the Monday after the second Wednesday in December. It's so fucking dumb. Just make it a federal holiday and make it a day. What happened with the second Wednesday? They um, Congress said it that the electors meet to vote um, on the Monday after the second Wednesday in December. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, because if you make it like, you know, you always want to make it a Monday. Because they knew we'd be working nine to five. Yeah. This is why you don't take a document that's over two hundred fucking years old and and hold it as gospel. Is this unless is you this, revise it a little bit? A is little this bit. part? Is this part of the original document, or is this like a? Is this an amended process designation? I I believe this is the original the original system that was set up by the founding fathers too. Ah, okay. Um, I, I have um, a very big problem with people that that hold the con like with actual people who 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 will self-identify as constitutionalists because that means that you you see absolutely nothing wrong with a document that's two over two hundred years old and following it to the letter. Well, it's, does la- not it's either laziness to- or it's yeah, uh, it's, it's 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 intellectual laziness is what yeah, it is. It's, it doesn't it's not like young Earth creation. You're basically lazy, or you are a. Um, Authoritarian who puts puts that on a shelf, and so your authority is the Constitution, you know. Yeah, 
Yeah, because there's no way that the Constitution applies exactly, which is why there's a process for amendment, and there have been several of them. So quite a few, yeah. So and but you know, so you have to ask these people like, okay, we need to go through each amendment, and you need to tell me why it shouldn't be there anymore. I mean, essentially, these are, this is the type of logic you have to do to go backwards through anybody who says that they're an originalist or a constitutionalist. They're a fucking moron. Mm-hmm. The Constitution changed, so do you mean every time it changes that your opinion changes? So there, where I live, there is a woman who ran for state. I want to say a state congress. You dropped right. a hard W there. It doesn't matter that she's a woman. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, it does matter because her 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 like <laughs> her, her running like platform is I am a constitutional like originalist or okay. a purist or something like that. And I'm and I keep reading this and like my, my brain is melting trying to make sense of the fact that you couldn't even fucking vote if you're no. an originalist of the constitution. So what that what exactly? So what that is is marketing. <laughs> oh. That's what it is. Think about it. Is what it is. Think about it. Think just exudes sleaziness. Just you got to think about it like this, dude. A politician is a product, and they are selling themselves to large groups of people, and they want as many people to buy them as possible. So the ones you're talking about, they're aiming for the post twelve midnight TV infomercial demographic. The anti-intellectual. The over-the-air HD, I only watch, uh, you know, evangelical preachers and HGTV demographic. But if you hit previous on my remote, it takes you to InfoWars and Alex Jones. Right. Who is currently saying that uh, there's no evidence to support a voter recount. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) No, those Newsmax apparently came out and said that. (laughs) I'm gonna, bl- I'm gonna fucking bleep out the name of that station. I'm gonna no, bleep don't it bleep out. out. Newsmax in the trash. <laughs> the garbage ass Newsmax. <laughs> you know what's crazy about Newsmax? The guy that runs it, Elector. Probably. I'm sure the whole the whole Sinclair Broadcasting family are are electors. I'm about to say um, Sinclair. Sinclair ruined the history has, channel. Yeah, they have their own electors that they just send in there to vote for themselves. They're not a state. They just have their own electors though. They ruined the History Channel, dude. Really? Yeah. Sinclair Broadcasting bought the History Channel, and they're the ones that have basically, you know, led it to... They've led to its popularity, which has been both good and bad. But they're the know, ones that got rid of 24-7 America shitting on Hitler? I'll take it. You know, I'll, ta- I'll take that over... That's what I you know, remember History Channel. Bible yes, courses. But they're, and, uh, but they're the ones that put in, like, the Bible code yeah. and ancient aliens. The Bible code decoded. Aww. Yeah. Fuck Sinclair. Anyway. So e- each of the states have their own method of having um, the electors meet. Um, they, they just sort of... The, the main stipulations they have um, put down on them is that they have to... Um, they, they have to meet, and then they have to, to vote in a format um, that, that just um, elects the president. Um, usually the, the certificate of, of ascertainment is read, um, and then they they just sort of vote. Okay. Um, sometimes they have people who speak. Um, it differs from state to state, um, but it's just mostly a formality. Okay. And it's not something that normally gets a lot of uh, TV time, right? No, not not at all. It's it's just an afterthought. You think it's going to be uh, televised this year? Um, I it probably it I I think it'll be like last time where they'll report on it, but I don't think 
other than like maybe NPR, like C-SPAN is going to have like live breaking news. Yeah. 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 Um, so under the Electoral Count Act, um, which is in uh, U.S. Code um, Section 3, Subsection 9, um, each state's electors um, have to complete six certificates of vote. Um, so the each of these certificates have to be signed by all of the electors, um, and the certificate of ascertainment must be attached to each of the certificates of vote. Um, each certificate of vote includes the names of those who um, received an electoral vote for either the office of president and vice president, um, and then the electors certify the certificate of vote, and the copies of the certificates um, are then sent are, are then sent out. Um, one is sent um, to the president of the Senate, who usually um, who's usually the incumbent vice president. Um, in, in some cases, if the vice president is running for president. Um, they, they can sort of step down from that duty. Mm-hmm. Um, two are sent by registered mail to the archivist of the United States. Um, two are sent to the secretary of state of that state. Um, and one is sent to the chief judge of the United States district court, um, where those electors met. Okay. Hmm. Um, a staff member of the president of the Senate then collects the certificates of vote as they arrive um, and prepares them for the joint session of Congress. Right. Um, the this, this certificates are, are arranged in alphabetical order, um, and they're placed in two special mahogany boxes. Does it, have, does it specify do mahogany? Dumb yes, shit. It, it, it has wow. to be mahogany. I, I believe it's not actually specified that it has to be mahogany. I believe that it's just the, the stately wood they use. God okay. forbid you fucking just put something in there that, hey, listen, every 20 years you assholes got to get together and ratify this document. But no, it's got to be solid. Bitch, you better use mahogany. That's God, how it works. The dumb that's shit how, that this how country works. is focused on. Ryan, I would, I would speak my mind on this, but I will remind you that we are – that our main advertiser is Big Mahogany. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. My bad. By the way, don't forget to visit Lumberjacks this weekend and next weekend for all your lumber needs. It's on Route oh, 1, just past the Dunkin' Donuts on the left. Come down. Big Jack's waiting for you. <laughs> that sounded so good. That sounded exactly like a lazy radio infomercial. If I throw some I, music in there, I've nobody written, will know the difference. Yeah. I've written that some was... ad reads in like the past. I've written some ad reads for people. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's, that's that's almost like like when Chris Jericho does does ad reads on his podcast where he'll just segue from like just talking about like politics to just talking about like blueberry cereal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I'll tell you what. The, the, yeah, he's like, listen, we're going to get back 32. to the abortion dilemma any minute now. But <laughs> he's like, I know that I was then, only 32 when Monica got calm on her blue dress. But you know what also is blue? Freshly. And the blueberries that they send me every week so that I can cook in my kitchen <laughs> fresh and I can deliver just to you guys every time it's needed. Freshly. Available now. Freshly.com slash Jericho. So, <laughs> Alabama um, through Missouri, and this also includes D.C. are in one box, um, and the other box is Montana through Wyoming. <laughs> um, so, uh, before 1950, the the Secretary of State's office oversaw the certificate um, the certifications, um, but since then the the Federal Registrar uh, Register um, and the Archivist's office um, reviews them and then makes sure that the the documents are are 
properly done before they're sent to Congress, meaning they go through and they make sure um, that there aren't any errors in the documents. Why does this have to be so long and drawn out and complicated? We have the internet. Just fucking email each other. Hey, listen, this is who we was gonna be president. Cool, bye. Like how? Text each other. You don't need to do all this walking through the halls of Congress with this box. Who cares? Jesus Christ. I mean, we need to maintain some traditions, you know? Ugh, fuck decorum. Get rid of it. I need. I um, just want to remind you that fuck decorum personified is Donald Trump. Oh, God. You know what? I'm sorry. Reality I didn't continues to, to destroy night. my life. I didn't Reality. mean to ruin your night. <laughs> Reality is a <laughs> fucking bitch, yo. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> he is literally the destruction of decor. <sighs> okay. Um, so, of of the states, again, that have laws against having um, faithless electors, um, 33 states plus D.C. have laws against him. Um, and then in, in the 2016 election, um, 10 electors voted or attempted to vote contrary to who they were supposed to vote for. 10 of them tried to? Yes. Do we know which way they were trying to go versus what they were supposed to be doing? One of them went against... Um, one of them was the guy that went against Bernie, or that went against Hillary and voted for Bernie, and then I think the other nine were the ones that voted for somebody other than Donald Trump, who were Republican electors. Um, so they did their job. Basically, what the Electoral College is there for, to not let well, some maniac get into the White House if he, God forbid, makes it that far, right? In his in its original form, so they were doing um, their jobs. Okay. Um, so, but um, in in those thirty three states, um, is actually against the law for them to do that. Um, though though faithless electors have never changed the outcome of any any U.S. election. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, we all know that because it gets repeated to us every single day. Yeah. Um. So of the. Uh, Currently, as of 2016, there have been 23,529 electors um, that have taken part in the Electoral College, and of them, only 165 electors have cast votes for someone other than their party's nominee. Okay. Why? Do we know um, why? Do we know why? So, of of that group, um, 71 did it because their their nominee had died. Okay. Okay. Um, so that was 63 electors in 1872 when the Democratic candidate Horace Greeley had died. Um, and then in 1912, eight Republican Party electors um, when the vice presidential nominee, um, James S. Sherman, had died. Hmm. So the only time that the Electoral College cast their vote for somebody other than they should have is because that person died. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, it, it, so... Roughly about um, almost half of them, because 71, because out of 165. Okay. Um, they, they have impacted the vice presidential election. Um, in 1796, um, 18 electors have pledged to um, the Federalist Party ticket. Um, they cast their first vote as pledge for John Adams electing him president, um, but did not cast their second vote for his running mate, Thomas um, Pickney. Has that changed? Like, yeah, because remember they're on the same ticket, because back then it used to be... Yeah, okay, yeah, um, I just want to make sure that I'm not crazy that that actually changed, okay. So, be, because of that, Adams uh, got 71 electoral votes, 
Jefferson got 68, and Pickney received 59, which led to Jefferson being the vice president instead of um, uh, Pinckney. Um, in the 1836 election, um, Virginia, their 23 electors were pledged to vote for um, Richard Mentor Johnson. Uh, they voted instead for no, um, a former for. U.S. Pre- uh, senator named William Smith, um, which left Johnson one vote short of the majority needed to be elected. Wow. Um, so by the 12th Amendment, they, they held a contingent election, um, and the, the two top receivers of the electoral vote, um, Johnson and Francis Granger, um, were the two that were up for being chosen, um, and Johnson was elected on the first ballot. Huh. Okay. Um, essentially, they run ballots until somebody has a majority. Okay, okay. So basically, you just keep... Okay, alright. That makes sense. Yeah. So they just keep doing um, it until somebody has a majority. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I don't think we're going to have a problem this time, considering how much evidence they have going into their decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are some that say that like state restrictions on um, on electors and such should be um, struck down um, due to um, Article 2 of the Constitution and the 12th Amendment. Um, but the Supreme Court usually um, holds that states are allowed to put restrictions um, on their electors based on the Constitution. Um, so in 1952, um, the case of Ray v. Blair, um, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of state laws um, that required the elector to pledge to vote for the winning candidate. Um, as well as removing electors who refuse to pledge to vote for that candidate. Hmm. I feel like you, but <clears throat> I feel like they're just, they keep undermining the original intent that they claim for the Electoral College. Like, you're, you're, yes. you, you have to vote the way that y- your population tells you to vote, even though everything that's been drilled into our heads since elementary school is that the well, Electoral College is to keep maniacs out of the White House. So they should be able to do that, to say, no, popular vote wanted some in- insane, power-hungry authoritarian. We exist to say, no, nah, y'all are insane. Put 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 somebody rational in there. Well, the, well, but the, the states the are issue- now making laws saying, no, 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 it doesn't matter just vote the way you're told. Like, that doesn't make sense. The issue with that, though, is that you're talking about the spirit of the law and not the law as it's written. Um, the law as it's written has that the states can sort of put those restrictions because the states choose the electors. Because remember, it's, it's not even really supposed to be based on a popular vote originally because they wanted to take away um, the ability of the masses to choose the president. Um, so under the law, the state governments are given that amount of leeway um, and that's why the Supreme Court holds it up, um, because a, a, in the ruling, the Supreme Court stated that, you know, the electors are functionaries of their state, not the federal government. Mm-hmm. Um, so their their job is not really to represent um, the will of the, the federal government. Their, their job is to represent the will of their state. Okay. So um, that's kind of... A states like states' rights thing, kind of. Yeah, it it goes into sort of like states' rights because the intent is that the states are supposed to choose who they want to be president. Right. And the idea was not that it would prevent a madman. It was just that it would dissuade. They they're they're sort of putting as many um, sort of systems in place that would prevent just somebody from being like a Napoleon. 
All right. Okay. Okay. Um, again, again in 2000, um, Chiafalo versus Washington, um, the Supreme Court held that the electors must vote um, in according with their state's laws. Um, and as I stated before, um, faithless electors can also be censured by their political parties. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually, electors are chosen for their loyalty um, to their to their party. So you're not like yeah they they know who they're picking they know they're not picking some wild card yeah okay and and as as we mentioned earlier the the twelfth amendment um it sort of sets up the groundwork for what Congress has to do if there isn't a clear elector in the electoral college um if um and and also too um when they meet to count the votes um on January sixth they meet um to 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 determine who the winner is. Um, and then Congress declares the winner of the election. Um, and then all elections before 1936 were determined by the outgoing house. Cause remember, uh, the original Congress, um, would not, um, would, would not have taken session yet. Yeah. Um, the, or the new Congress. So it would be under the outgoing Congress. Okay. That makes sense. Um, so the, the office of the Federal Register, uh, they administer the Electoral College. Um, they, uh, the meeting is held at 1 p.m. in the, the chamber of the House of Representatives. Um, the, the sitting vice president um, presides, um, but um, the president pro tempore of the Senate um, um, has chaired these, um, those proceedings if it was in conflict of interest with the vice president. What does the pro tempore mean? The president pro tempore is is essentially the Senate's version of the Speaker of the House. Okay, okay. Um, there, because because technically the Vice President is the head of the Senate, um, but the president pro tempore is like the actual person who who runs the Senate and is usually um, the the majority party's chosen um, representative. Isn't that Mitch McConnell? It's, it's Mitch McConnell. That yes. Fucking goddamn demon, bro. Okay. Um. So the, the vice president and the speaker of the house, um, they sit at a, they sit at the podium, um, with the vice president, um, sitting in the, the seat of the speaker, um, Senate pages bring the two mahogany boxes, um, into the house, um, into the chamber for them to, to read them off. Uh, Mr. Speaker, um, uh, there, uh, I've weighed both mahogany boxes and I decided to open them and, uh, there's no, there's no votes in there for Mr. Biden. I can see it already. I can fucking see it already, man. Well, that's that's what they that's what they call foul because there's no way that his like decrepit hands can touch anything. Right. He's he's allergic to mahogany. His black and decrepit hands. Yeah. His odd odd IV problem hands. So that what that is? Okay. All right. Listen. Let me break character from a medical medical standpoint. All right. Let's go here today on the trilateral troika. We have Ryan. (laughs) He's a uh, EMT slash doctor in training. Here we go. (laughs) No. So listen. I from his advanced age, I would guess that Mitch McConnell is probably on some sort of a blood thinner, and whoever uh, was Uh drawing blood out of his hands because hands are not exactly the ideal choice for an uh, IV. So I'm guessing that they actually just used a butterfly just to draw some blood out of his hands, but either missed or they didn't apply the proper pressure once they were done and he just bled up underneath the skin. Because what you're seeing essentially is it's not necessarily bruising. It's just blood that's underneath the skin. It it turns black and eventually it just kind of gets reuptaked by the body. But man, it looks 
fucked until it does. If you if you have somebody who's on blood thinners and you miss um, like a stick, oh man, it it really looks like you did some like, serious damage. It looked like that scene in Dune, you know, uh, where uh, Paul Atreides sticks his hand in the thing, you know. I haven't seen Dune. Oh, you will next year, hopefully. <laughs> I was actually thinking next year was going to be more like Mad Max, but I don't know. Nah, we'll be alright. Um, so each each House uh, of Congress appoints um, two towers to count the votes. Um, normally, one member of each each political party. Do you say two um, towers? Towers. Oh, towers like oh, snitches. Towers. Okay. Like snitches get fucking stitches if you lie about these votes, bro. <laughs> oh man um, and, and then the certificates are read for each state in alphabetical order um, so one thing that was mentioned um, when talking about this is that members of congress can object um, to any state's vote count um, but the objection has to be presented in writing and it has to be signed by at least one member of each house of congress so it has to be signed by, um, by a representative and a senator and this is them signing what now um, if they if they have an issue with their state's vote count, okay. Um, and um, once this ob- objection is filled out and signed by the two members, um, it it can be debated. Um, but after both houses deliberate on it, um, the joint session is resumed. Okay. Okay. So like you could talk about it, but ain't shit changing. So the the state's um, certificate of a vote can only be rejected if both houses of Congress vote to accept the objection, um, meaning that it meaning that it requires you know both the House and the Senate to vote that that the that it should be thrown out, and that and then those votes aren't counted. Okay. All right. Um, for instance, in in eighteen sixty four. Um, all the votes from Louisiana and Tennessee were rejected. Why? Uh, because they were because um, they were occupied. Um, they had not been fully brought back into the Union. They had lost their statehood. Ah, okay. Um, and in 1872, um, all the votes from Arkansas, um, Louisiana, um, and three of the 11 electoral votes from Georgia were rejected. Um, I believe this was due to Reconstruction. It, it was where the, the states were under sort of federal uh, martial law and jurisdiction um, until their new state constitutions could be um, ratified. So the, the reasons for the objections were um, in, in Arkansas and Louisiana, um, where the winning candidate was Grant, um, was due to voter irregularities and, and allegations of electoral uh, fraud. Uh-oh. Um, in Georgia... Um, ballots were cast for Horace Greeley um, as president after he had died, um, and thus he was ineligible un- for office. Cause remember, we discussed that. Um, so those, um, so some of those votes were thrown out. Um, in Mississippi, I'll throw your fucking vote uh, out, dude. And in Mississippi <laughs> and Texas, there were irregularities. Irregularities, like what? Of essentially out-and-out voter fraud. Like yeah. real voter fraud, not okay. fake voter fraud. Back when the the country had like a couple thousand people in it, it's easier to. Back back when gangs of New York type voter fraud would happen, where like 
they would they would send a guy in with a beard and then they'd shave him and then send him in again and that's oh. fucking little rascals voter fraud. That's <laughs> two fucking kids on each other's shoulders and then they just switch places and go back in. Send him into Tammany Hall. <laughs> um. So, it, rarely there are objections to the electoral vote as it's counted. Um, there was in 2000 um, with the election of Bush um, and Gore. <laughs> Your Honor, I strenuously object. <laughs> uh, what are you objecting to there, sir? No, I'm just uh, from A Few Good Men, you know, where he says objection, objection of your role, and then he goes, Your Honor, I strenuously object. Oh, you, oh, oh you I, strenuously I, I, it's object. It's been years since I've seen A Few Good Men. Sorry, I missed that one. Sorry. You should be watching it like once a month, dude. It's a great what? movie. <laughs> what? It's a great movie, dude. That's a fantastic movie. Listen, I watch Black Sheep once a month, okay? <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the good Chris Farley movie, The Sheep. And that. Is when I'm out. Well, no, there's. It, it could be Beverly Hills Ninja. I fuck you. I like Beverly Hills Ninja. I like Beverly it. Hills Ninja too. I'm gonna have to overrule. Uh, I, I, I Mr. love Steven Beverly. there. I You're out of order. From the Takaguro Dojo. <laughs> <laughs> a little racist. A little bit. What do you mean? It's Chris Farley. Uh, I am Haru from the Takaguro Dojo. Look, are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> You know, so you know it's interesting, by the way. Chris Farley, elector. <laughs> I'm going to keep making this joke, by the way, because it seems to me that it doesn't matter who the fuck you are, you can be made an elector. It works. It works. Yeah. As, as long as you're not a federal employee Which or, is, or office. Which is, again, my number one problem with anything government-related. Like, the whole thing that's going on right now, I'm, I, I know it sounds like I'm about to go on a long rant. I'm not. But the whole thing that's going on right now, like all these <laughs> gentlemen's agreements that are being violated, I can't fucking stand it. I can't fucking stand it. Can't what do you mean fucking gentlemen's stand agreements? It. Like, like them pushing judges in Tampa right now. Uh, that they they nominated some fucking thirty-three-year-old who has no experience, zero oh, yeah, experience, yeah, yeah. and then just put them in as a judge. Like the fuck, and they're not there supposed to do that for impeaching judges. But they're, mean, I, I understand that. I understand that, that, but they're not supposed to do it when you're a lame duck president and you've lost. So they're they're essentially still pushing people into, and you do not want political judges. You do not I want politicized. Judges. I understand that we try to maintain political neutrality as best as possible on this show. However, if you have listened to anything, uh, any minute of this show, you could probably discern that we hold generally leftist views on this show. That being said, Generally, the Electoral yeah. College uh, episodes, we have given the strict warning that we would get political on this show. And also, dog, please, I, I just... Ugh. How are you going to elect ugh. a 33-year-old who has no trial experience to be a judge? And then it's you insane. do it and you break a gentleman's agreement, which is that you're not supposed to elect judges, but there's nothing written down. Like, listen, we could like, go back to, to me. Mitch like, McConnell forget being political. I mean, yeah, but forget, bro. Forget Mitch McConnell. Forget all that. Forget being political. I'm saying, like, like just, like, okay, just like, be reasonable uh, about it. If there's an election going on that could change who is in charge of the government, right? Then you should not be allowed to appoint anyone during that election course. season at all. What's Zero. funny is I actually agreed with the Republicans in 2000. What was that? 
2019. You're fired. When they podcast, said, huh? no, listen to me. When they said the last year of your presidency, you should not be able to fill a, yeah. or a Supreme Court seat. Look, I agree with that. I, last year, I, your I you should not be able to do that. However, to go back and then ram two of them through one weeks away from the election. Get the fuck out of here, man. Get the fuck out of here. This is why I do not take anything, anyone who identifies with the Republican Party seriously, like point blank. I just, I don't. I think it's a complicated subject, but I, I think from a reasonable standpoint, maybe the last year, like you said, they shouldn't, like be, they shouldn't be nominating. Year, this is your last year. Enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? At and least not don't have any big shit going on. At least not on the Supreme Court because of the, uh, again, which goes back to term limits, you know, lifetime of yeah, lifetime, lifetime of what the, f- what? Like, <laughs> well, uh, you look, know, to be completely fair, I was really surprised. Some senators have some lifetime appointments. Year old kid, you know, to the Supreme Court. Diane Feinstein is basically a lifetime appointment, right? Because she's she's she'll die shortly after leaving office, probably because she's so fucking old. Every single one of these ghouls will. Yeah, well, not Mitch McConnell. Pelosi, though. Pelosi See, will. He, Mitch McConnell keeps a uh, a rare combination of uh, rejuvenate drugs in his fucking <laughs> gin waddle. And every time uh, he's uh, feeling, uh, Mr. He's, Speaker, he's eating babies uh, and he's sucking me, off the adrenochrome. Uh, and, uh, I'm gonna, uh, and he drinks it and he stays young. Mr. Speaker, I'm going to uh, refresh myself. Oh, 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 and then he just starts feeling better. What you're hearing is the adrenochrome being drained out of these babies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Alex Jones. They should make these, they should make these drugs ava- available to American people. You know. Yeah, by the way, uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, but Alex Jones, elector. <laughs> Joe Rogan, also an elector. They talked oh, about who they were voting for last oh, episode. Oh, my God. He'd do five episodes about who he was going to pick. <laughs> and then he'd say, I had I both sides know, on. Joe. Who are you going to vote I had for? both sides on. I completely unfollowed him when he, uh, right. I think it was right after the election. I still followed him for, like, MMA stuff. He's, he's off my radar now. I have him followed in my, my like, Podcast I listen to on Spotify because he yeah, just made the jump and that's just pretty that, much the only. That's place the I listen only to reason but, I uh, still follow. Him. I heavily cherry pick what I actually listen to from him. I only I've said this. Steve and I have had this conversation before because Steve was just trying to be a nice guy and gently nudge me away from him. And I like Joe Rogan, you know, and uh, I, I'm okay with him. I, I don't have to be around or listen to people that I agree with all the time. No, I'm not saying that you guys do either. I'm just saying that, like, you know, we all we all take in different types of media but yeah at the as the election was going on and the and the pandemic and all that stuff i was like i'm done dude well, right. he had too many uh, bad faith actors on his show joe yeah. rogan comedian is fucking hilarious eddie like, bravo he's he objectively right. fucking hysterical he's but, all right like, when he tries to eddie bravo have, though yeah, elector tim dylan eddie bravo like, elector yeah i like when no. i like when he brings on dr Rhonda patrick and she she like states a claim and she's like, it's on PubMed. <laughs> and I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ, lady. Wow. Yeah, if you um, do intermittent fasting, you know, your body goes with the uh, homeocrustasis and uh, <laughs> you start busting uh, Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, Homeocrustable uh, station. I mean, if you just stay, all you have to do is stop eating between the hours of 7 and 8 p.m. at night. You'll lose 30 pounds a day. Christ. Oh. Um. So after after all the votes are all, all the objections are handled um, for that state, um, the the votes are put into an official tally. Um, Is that tally then, mahogany? It does not go in the mahogany box. Fuck, dude! What happens to the mahogany boxes? I think they go back to their their holding 
They're, they're holding chambers. <laughs> they're vault. Some, da- some like Dan Brown level vault. <laughs> 30 feet deep. It requires the blood of seven virgins <laughs> to get to it. Requires the adrenochrome to open up the vault. Sorry. <laughs> um, so after after all the votes um, are, are sort of counted, um, the official um, final state of the vote is, is announced. Um, that announcement concludes the joint session. Um, and then formalizes the recognition of the president and vice president elect, um, and then the um, the senators then depart from the house chamber, and the final tally is printed um, in the Senate and House journals. So, what do you think, Steve? You think uh, you think he's gonna uh, he's gonna peace out on December fourteenth? I think he's gonna peace out before then. I, I think he's. I, I think what a lot of people said is going to happen is that he's going to, he, he's going to go to Mar-a-Lago or, or some other Trump property, and he's just not going to come back. It makes sense because he is under uh, massive no, legal man. pressure. No, man, he's not going to leave that White House until they bring him out by force. I am telling you this. He hasn't left the White House in like what weeks now. Dude has not left. I really he honestly believe he's afraid that if he leaves, they're going to change the locks on him. He he um, he went and golfed right after the election because people were heckling him. Yeah, yes. no, but but I mean like recently, like recently, recently, like the last two weeks or so. He, like, no, he drove around the. No, he golfed. He, he yeah, he drove to his golf course in Virginia because he drove past the Million Maga March people. He wouldn't even stop to like talk to them. He just drove past them and like waved as he went off to like. So the. The Twelfth Amendment, if if you know there is a majority, um, the House of Representatives um, will go into a session immediately to vote for the president, um, and and this way um, a, again, remember the majority is two hundred and seventy votes as of nineteen sixty four. So the the House of Representatives um, they have to choose from among the three candidates who receive the most electoral votes for president. Okay. Um, and so each state delegation um, votes. Um, each delegation has um, they they have a single vote, um, and the District of Columbia uh, does not get to vote. Um, a candidate must receive an absolute majority um, of state delegation votes. That would be twenty six votes um, in order for them to become president elect. But Washington D.C. stays getting shit on. I, I feel for the people that live there. Like, this is exactly what this country was founded on. Fucking taxation without representation. And these people in D.C. are just getting fucked over and over and over. No, you don't get a vote. Nope, you don't get a vote in that either. Nope, you what? No, we don't give a shit. Congress can overrule anything you vote for in your city. Nope, nope, nope. Well, you know, Ryan, I mean, the, uh, awfully, I'd be burning shit down, bro. Like, that's ridiculous. I mean, they that don't is- have to live there. I mean, you know, they can move whenever they want. <sighs> God damn! Oh my fuck! Yeah, the alternative God. is Baltimore. Yeah, they go to Baltimore. They go Baltimore. They, live over a, they go Baltimore over a Fell's Point. Live over Baltimore. Jesus Christ! Um, and, and again, um, there has to be two thirds of of all the states uh, must be present for the voting to take place, um, and the the House continues again until they elect a president. Okay. Um, the House of Representatives has only chosen a president twice. Um, in 1801, under Article 2, Section 1, Clause 3 of the Constitution, and in 1825, under the 12th Amendment. So nothing even close to recent. Okay. 
Yes, it's it's been two hundred like, years. Yeah. Um, and then for the vice president, um, if no candidate um, for vice president received a majority of the electoral votes, um, then the Senate must go into to session to elect the vice president. But that doesn't um, count we're, today, right? No, it doesn't count okay. today. Okay. Um, and then again, they choose from the the two candidates. Actually, it does count because remember they have to. Because um, it's still based on the old rules, they still have to choose from the top two vice presidential candidates um, who gets to be vice president. So if neither candidate wins, like then then the House and the Senate elect the president, the vice president, so they could just totally troll the shit out of everybody and just they could. Oh man, that'd be great. <laughs> Too bad it's a bunch of uptight douchebags who never will. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Um, and the the Senate votes in a normal manner. Um, each each senator um, votes as opposed to the the state delegation. Um, but two thirds of the senators have to be present in order to vote. Okay. Okay. And um, and the Twelfth Amendment states um, that the majority of the the whole number of senators. Um, is necessary for um, is necessary for the election, um, so that would be um, fifty one of a of a hundred. All right. Um, and then um, the the language of it as well, um, it it allows the the vice president to break um, the tie, um, but but some but some people have argued about this because it hasn't really happened. Um, they haven't had to have the vice president break break a tie, um, but it's just normal, um, just just sort of process for the Senate is that the vice president breaks ties in the Senate. Are they trying to say that they've never had to have a vice president break a tie in the Senate, or just for president? For that case, okay. for that, for okay. to vote for the vice president okay. um, through through that method. Um, the only time the the Senate chose the the vice president in this fashion was in 1837. Um, and in, it is, what they did it then, um, the Senate um, did an alphabetical roll call. Um, and then they, they just followed the, the system as um, stipulated. So the last time they did this, black people were not considered full persons and women couldn't vote. Yes. Okay, so it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a little bit. <laughs> and, and also, in, in some states, a number of white people were also... Um, not enfranchised. Oh well, yeah, yeah, okay, I got you because they were they were not landowners, but um, and, and other other sorts of um, sort of voting stipulations. There was more than just that. Just like um, like literacy tests, things like that. Um, See, I always thought literacy tests were specifically made to disenfranchise minorities. Well, um, they they had existed before, uh-huh. um, but it, but primarily in uh, sort of like the grandfather uh, clause with that okay. was made to disenfranchise minorities. Was that if your um, if your grandfather had been a um, had been eligible to vote, or a certain person in your ancestry up to a certain point, if they were eligible to vote, you wouldn't need to take the test. But that excluded. Uh, African Americans because their ancestors were not able to vote. Gotcha. Okay. So they would have to take the ridiculous, impossible tests. Yeah. That's the. That sounds like something Lindsey Graham would write up. You know. 
Lindsey Graham is not smart enough to write a test that fucking vague. When you say a politician wrote it up, unless you're talking about Obama, I assume a group of people wrote it. Yeah. If you're talking about Obama, I assume Obama wrote it. When you say, uh, like, Nancy Pelosi wrote this, no, that bitch didn't write shit. All her aides wrote it. Yeah. I mean, I I think Nancy Pelosi's probably reasonably intelligent, but she's not writing shit. Obama, though? Obama's writing shit. So... If Obama. Congress, if if the House of Representatives <laughs> is not able to um, elect a president by um, inauguration day, um, so that's before they have to do it before noon of January twentieth, um, then the vice president elect becomes acting president until the House selects a president. Okay. Um, and then Section three also um, states um, they. Um, if there's not a, um, if there's either a president elect or a vice president elect in time for the inauguration, um, the, the Congress must specify who will be the acting president. Okay, I can um, imagine Kamala Harris sitting there sweating balls, hoping the House doesn't select Trump to be the president. <laughs> under under the Presidential Succession Act of, of 1947. Um, the Speaker of the House would become acting president until either House selects um, a president, which is um, my or the Senate selects a vice president. Which is my main argument as to why Joe Biden's going to be president. Uh, it's the Hammer Pelosi issue. And if you ask a conservative who they hate more, Joe Biden or Nancy Pelosi, they're going to say Pelosi. And the funniest thing is actually why. They'll- They'll and pass, they can't give you a reason. They'll pass out when you say Nancy Pelosi. Like they'll just pass out for like a minute. Have like a small fever dream, and then they'll wake up and be like, "Were we talking about something?" It's like a hard reset for their brain. But again, you ask them, "Why do you hate Nancy Pelosi?" And they're like, "Ah, uh, was she b- uh, bad?" That usually means that someone else told them that they should think about it. Um, yeah, no, 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 no. Um, um, like because I've been I mean, in that situation plenty of times works. where someone's like, "Explain the thing to me," and I'm like. <laughs> and then you I see she's like bad this. because she's bad because I saw this video that was slowed down that made it look like she was drunk talking. So I saw a video and essentially I just that in the she video, has fun her job. it was just Nancy Pelosi dressed up like a ninja turtle going into people's houses and taking their guns. And <laughs> I couldn't believe how efficient she was with those size. She was a Raphael cosplay, and uh, I just tell people like the greatest uh, infringement upon the Second Amendment occurred under St. Ronnie. So I don't have absolutely shit coming out of the conservatives mouth about a Democrat taking guns. Well, well, we had black people out there with some guns, so we had to take away their rights. Like, come on, dude, just Um, mask off. And that, that system, it's never been, it's ever been put into use. Um, they've, they've never had to use, um, this sort of, uh, acting president, um, in place until Congress decided who would be president. And it's not going to happen this time either. They ain't met 2020 yet, baby! <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, dude. No way. <laughs> Chill, man. There's, that's, no, that's, there's that's, no possible way. That's Chill, a space on my Winston. Deadpool card. That's a, 2020, or that's a 2020 bingo space for me. Nancy Pelosi is president until they select who is the president. It's not going to happen. Um, so there has been some proposed alternatives to the Electoral College. Um, recently, um, we had the Bay, um, the Bay Seller Amendment, um, and it almost happened. It was put forth during 
the 91st Congress, which was um, the Congress from 1969 to 1971. Um, so in that election... Um, Richard Nixon had received the majority of electoral votes. He, he had gotten 301 electoral votes. Hubert Humphrey had gotten 191. Um, and George Wallace had gotten 46. George, George Wallace. Wallace. Fuck you, George Wallace. Um, Jesus. So, so Nixon, he had received only um, 500, um, 511,944 uh, more votes than, than Hubert Humphrey. Right. Um. So that was that was less than one percent of the national total. Um, so he so, got fifty six percent of the electors, even though he barely squeaked past a popular yes. vote win. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. Um, so uh, represent uh, a New York representative, um, Emanuel Seller. Um, he was the chairman of the House Judiciary Com- uh, Committee. Um, he responded to, to sort of the, the public's concerns over this um, by introducing House Joint Resolution 681 um, that would have replaced the Electoral College um, with a simpler uh, plurality system based on the national popular vote. That's a smart motherfucker. Um, within the system, um, the pair of candidates, so the, the running president and vice president, <laughs> um, who had received the highest number of votes, um, would win the presidency. Makes sense. Um, provi- provided they won at least 40% of the national popular vote. Makes sense. Um, if no if no pair received 40% of the popular vote, they would have a runoff election um, in which the choice of president and vice president would be made from the two pairs of persons who had received the highest number of votes in the first election. How could you not receive 40% of the popular vote? If there's multiple candidates. If you have a, if you have a Dixiecrat... Like Wallace, who got who got eight point five percent, who he who got thirteen point five percent of the popular vote, um, and that's not counting the the other spoilers. Okay. Wallace, so it is Wallace had forty six votes. It, it turns out actually Wallace has forty six grandchildren. How about that? And you know what? They're all electors. <laughs> Goddamn right there. Even six-year-old <laughs> Philly. Because if, if you look at an election like the 1860 election, where it was sort of um, between four candidates, um, Lincoln didn't even have a have a majority. He didn't even have 40% of the, the vote. Okay. Because remember, it was spread between four candidates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, on April 29, 1969, the House Judiciary Committee... Um, they voted twenty-eight to six to approve the proposal. Okay, so um, what happened? So full full debate on the proposal um, went before the House and ended on September eleventh, nineteen sixty-nine, and it was eventually passed with bipartisan support um, on September eighteenth, nineteen sixty-nine, by a vote of three hundred and thirty-nine to seventy. So what? What's um, the problem? On, on September thirtieth, nineteen sixty-nine, um, Nixon gave his endorsement. Um, and he encouraged the, the Senate to pass its version of the proposal, um, which had been sponsored um, as Senate Joint Resolution 1 um, by Senator uh, Bay, uh, a Democrat from Indiana. So you got the House, the President, everybody is in for this. Let me guess, some, some, senator, so, some Senate fuckery? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Mm. Um, on October 8th, 1969... Calm the fuck down, Ryan. 
No, because this is the closest I've had to a popular vote, and I want to see why this got squashed. Because remember, this is also a constitutional amendment, so just because the Congress passes it doesn't mean it goes into effect. Oh, they got to have that constitutional... It has to be ratified. Uh... Um, so the, the New York Times reported that 30 state legislatures were either certain or likely to approve the amendment, um, um, and... In order for it to be ratified, it would have required 38 state legislatures to do it. That's okay. it? Just 38? Uh, yeah, 38 out of 50, remember. It seems <laughs> like if the basically entire House of Representatives yeah. and the president want it, I don't see a huge problem, right? So, the they, they also reported that six other states had not yet um, stated a preference, um, and then six states were leading in opposition of it, and eight were solidly opposed. Fuck him. Kick him out of the union. Get out of here. Those on, eight, get him out of here. On, on August 14th, 1970, uh, the Judiciary Committee sent its report um, to the full Senate, um, and the Judiciary Committee had approved the proposal 11 to 6. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why do we the, have this? <laughs> the six the six members who opposed the plan were, were Democratic senators from Mississippi, Arkansas, North Carolina, and... Um, uh, Republican senators from Nebraska, Hawaii, and South Carolina. The South Carolina senator was Strom Thurmond, by the way. Pfft, um, surprise. All, Wait, but Democratic senators in Mississippi, Arkansas, and North Carolina? Strom, there should be a sheet in the bedroom if you need one, Thurmond. <laughs> if you forgot yours at Cause, home. Because remember, they're, they're Dixiecrats. It's, oh, okay. still, it's 1970. Okay. okay. The, right. the switch hasn't happened yet. Okay. Strom, um, I invested in a large gas station chain. What's it called? It's called Sheets Thurmond. <laughs> they, they, they all argued that essentially that that the the present system did have uh, loopholes, but they argued that you know it had worked uh, throughout the years, so they shouldn't change it. Oh, these fuck off, dude! God damn it! It's like the guys I argue with who say that we should still have 180, uh, 182 game baseball season. It's, it's ridiculous. Tell them to play 182 games of baseball, and then they can advocate for that kind of season. <laughs> Fucking morons! Jesus, goddamn Christ! I'm just saying, there's no immediacy to the game. You know, that's what it is. There's no. So that's why the NFL's better because there's no immediacy to baseball anymore. Um, so Sen- See, Senator Steve, Bay, Steve agrees. He doesn't even have to agree. He just no. Steve isn't even entertaining that insane notion that you just tried to. <laughs> He's just bo- he's just fucking barreling right past that insanity that you just tried to fucking spit. How dare you question the number of baseball games? All right, we have a baseball college. You monster. We have a baseball college, and we're gonna get them together. And we're gonna have a vote, but just in case we don't like their vote, we're gonna have the other members of the baseball university say that that vote doesn't count. We'll have we'll have Ozzy Guillen preside over it, and, yeah. um, and uh, Ozzy Guillen's the uh, the vote. He might flip and- it. Get it? And, <laughs> and Vin, Vin Scully is going to do the going to do the reading. Oh my God! We should have Vin Scully uh, read out the the uh, results of any election. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, you're going to have Pete Rose in there as well. <laughs> no, he's not allowed to vote. You're actually, he not this. he's not allowed to vote, um, and it's an odd Wait, reason. The reason he's, he's not, not allowed, allowed to vote. No, no, no. Hold on. The reason he's not allowed to vote is because he uses a floby to cut his hair and <laughs> and it's not just that it would have he would have been okay if he got if he just had the floby but he's also an elector so 
No, I thought Jose Canseco was an elector. Okay, but wait, wait, but he was an elector, but he got <laughs> de- he got kicked off the elector uh, board because of PD use. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Bay he finds he, he finds that in in the Senate they're going to be about a dozen votes uh, shy of the sixty seven they need for the proposal to pass the the Senate. Um, so he goes to Nixon. Um, to, to sort of persuade the Republicans who are who are either on the fence or opposed to it. Um, but um, Nixon, um, while he would not go against his original um, endorsement, um, he wouldn't go and appeal to the to the Republican senators that were opposed to it. Okay. Because um, remember too, Nixon's already won his second term as president, mm-hmm. so he doesn't really care. That, that's probably one reason why he went with it because it was popular mm-hmm. and like why does he care because he's he's already won gotcha okay um so on september 8th 1970 um the senate began debating the bill um and it was quickly filibustered <laughs> jesus christ okay um so essentially the main objectors to it were southern senators um and conservatives from small states um which included both democrats and republicans um, who were afraid that if the Electoral College was abolished, um, it would reduce their state's political influence. Stop fucking caring about your power that you have, you just soulless piece of shit. Like, fuck. Just go for the will of the country, please. I'm saying. Good God. Di- I, I'm worried about my, my power. I don't want to reduce power. Fuck off. Like, you didn't have any power before you were in office. Go back to being a normal person, please. Jeez. Good Jesus. So, on, on, on September 17th, um, 1970, um, a motion was put forward for, for cloture, which would end the filibuster. Um, it received um, 54 votes to, to 36. Um, at that time, it needed to receive um, two-thirds majority um, in order to pass. Okay. Um, and then the second motion... Um, to, to sort of stop the filibuster on September 29th, 1970, um, also failed by 53 to 34 votes. Um, God, I, God, I hate the, the Senate so Majority Leader, Mike Mansfeld, um, he moved to, to lay the proposal aside so that the, uh, the Senate could attend to other business, um, but the proposal was never again um, considered, um, and it died um, when the Congress ended on January 3rd, 1971. Okay. So just basically didn't have a chance, never got done. Yes. Um, in uh, in 1977, um, Jimmy Carter wrote a letter to Congress asking them to reform the system, um, and the letter read: um, th- "This is his. Um, this is part of the the letter. Uh, my fourth recommendation is that the Congress adopt a constitutional amendment to provide for direct election of the president. Such an amendment would abolish the electoral college." will ensure that the candidate chosen by the voters actually becomes president. Under the Electoral College, it is always possible that the winner of the popular vote will not be elected. This has already happened in three elections, 1824, 1876, and 1888. In the last election, the result would have been changed by a small shift of votes in Hawaii and Ohio, or in Ohio and Hawaii, despite a popular vote difference of 1.7 million. I do not recommend a constitutional amendment lightly. I think the amendment process must be reserved for an issue of overriding governmental significance. 
but the method by which we elect our president is such an issue. I will not be proposing a specific direct election amendment. I prefer to allow the Congress to proceed with its work without the interruption of a new proposal. So what is he saying there? Aside from the fact that he wants to get rid of the Electoral College, what is he saying? Basically, I, I, I'm, I'm in support of abolishing it, but I'm not going to tell you how to do it? Well, he's, he's essentially saying that the system should be should be reformed. But as the executive, it's not his place to, to put forward this. Mm-hmm. That is Congress's job to, to make this amendment. Okay. Um, so there were um, – so him putting this forward was kind of a surprise. Um, the, the New York Times uh, was, in, was in favor of it. Um, and that apparently he only wanted to eliminate the electors um, but retain – um, a, sort of a modified form of the the electoral vote system. Okay. Um, so uh, newspapers were mixed about it, um, and in a letter to the New York Times, Representative Jonathan B. Uh, Bingham, a, a Democrat of New York, um, he he sort of supported this as well by saying that the electoral college was full, was a um, that there were dangers with the quote unquote flawed, outdated mechanism of the electoral college. Um, and he said that um, a shift of 10,000 votes in two key states would have led to President Gerald Ford winning the 1976 presidential election, despite Jimmy Carter's nationwide 1.7 million vote var- margin. So, so essentially what happened to Hillary is, is what they didn't want to happen. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you don't ever really want that to happen when you have the majority of the will of the people saying, hey, this is who we want, and then just because of the stupid fucking way this thing is set up it's kind of like well i know what y'all want what y'all are gonna get is a little bit different sorry (laughs) um and in several states as well um because of um the issues in 2020 um and in 2016 um there's what's called the national popular vote interstate compact there we go baby all right tell me Um, hit me with this good stuff so um as of July of this year, which is 2020, um, 15 states plus the District of Columbia um, have have joined this compact, um, which says that they will um, that they will put their electors um, towards the winner of the national popular vote. Okay. Do we know what 15 states these are? Yes. Let me just get it up real quick. New Hampshire, Alabama. Um, Alabama? What? Kentucky. Are you for... N- no, shut the fuck up. He's <laughs> just naming states. <laughs> He's like South Carolina, Kentucky, Tennessee, Puerto Arkansas, Rico. Louisiana. There, Louisiana. No, these are not states there, that are There aren't this. actually any southern states Alabama. in that. Alabama. I, I could have told Maryland. you that. New I could have told you that. There'd be no southern states whatsoever involved in this. North <laughs> so, Wyoming. And because remember, because remember states are allowed to, to sort of determine their electors by law they can mm-hmm. dissemble um, they can dissemble the 16 states that have signed on to it are um maryland first in 2007 new jersey 2008 illinois 2008 hawaii um washington in 2009 massachusetts and dc in 2010 um, vermont and california in 2011 rhode island in 2013 new york in 2014 Connecticut in 2018, and then Colorado, Delaware, New Mexico, and Oregon in 2019. 
So, <clears throat> and and together, their their combined electoral votes is 196. Well, so here's my question: If all these states have signed this compact, why is it that, um, when we were watching this never-ending election? They always kind of said, you know, well, this state's been called for this person, this state's been called for that person. Like, it doesn't fucking matter, though. Like, that's the news media calling the state. Okay. It's not. It's not generally the uh, actual. But I mean, why are they even doing it if these states have signed a compact to give it to the national vote? Like, they're they're calling these states with like what eighty percent. Well, you, know? you 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 have to remember that most of these states are already what they call safe states. Okay. All um, right. Okay. So. And at that time as well, um, we didn't know what the popular vote was, so they're just calling it as it comes in who has the majority there. Okay. Um, and there's there's some debate over this. Um, some have suggested um, that this requires the consent of, of Congress in order to go through. No, fuck um, off. That's right. But this this would require <laughs> um, this would require the Supreme Court to, to sort of step in um, after the requisite case. States' rights. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is the only time I will side with the chud. No, man, the Supreme Court. Get out of here. No, states' rights. Because, <laughs> remember, like, like I said as well, um, in Chiafalo, um versus Washington, the the Supreme Court upheld the power of states to enforce their electors' pledges. Okay. Um, so, so the Supreme Court has already sort of stated this, but but there's always people who argue, you know, things could be differently. It's like the people who claim that that Trump can pardon himself, even though it expressly says that the president can't pardon himself. It does say that expressly. Yes, it does say that the president may only pardon um, people other than themselves. Okay, good. All right, that's good to know. Like, because in, there was a fear way- that like he would just like pardon himself and then step down or he would step down and tell mike pence to pardon him while he like well, you know, well, absconds. That, well that's the safe route to go because that's what nixon did um because nixon's argument was that when the president does it it's not a crime because the president is above the law um but but generally he he just sort of he just sort of went past that sort of admitting his guilt and having himself pardoned um but yeah. but his 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 argument was that he that he that he committed a crime, but because he's president, it's not a crime. I, now I understand why politicians are also most of the time lawyers. Jesus Christ. Which Nixon was a lawyer. Yeah. Oh, Your Honor. Oh. Just, just give my daughter's dog. It's all. It's all I want. <laughs> now see here, Dick. They love they love the dog more than anything in the world. And if you take away the dog, wow. So uh, the electoral college is, is pretty much a, a sort of a safe bet on what's going to happen. Um, the the electors are mostly set down um, to vote for who they're supposed to vote for by their states, um, and states have gone even farther to ensure you know that the the majority of the people's vote is considered in the electoral college with the um, inter, uh, the national popular vote interstate compact. So, what's your opinion of the whole thing? Like, do you think it should be scrapped for potentially? Yeah. Like, the man who's smarter than us. Tell us. I what think, do you think. I think it should be the the system that was proposed by um, Seller. 
I think that the um, the, the Bay Seller Amendment it was the best. Um, it, it's sort of like a, a, a good solution to it. I think it should be by popular vote um, because we're really the only country in, in the world that, that really determines its president by the system. You know, the only other institution that uses a similar um, system to choose their leader is the Vatican. Right. Um, and, and even that, even though the Vatican is a country, um, it, it's not really a country. Sure. Yes, it is. Vatican City is a country. Like it, it's it's Vatican like Vatican City is a legitimate country. It has a standing military and all. Vatican City is yeah, a country. Yeah, but actually, if I believe, but let me tell you something right, right it's now. Like the being the, it's like being country. the president of Disney. If Venezuela, not Disney World, Disneyland. If Venezuela decided to invade the Vatican, they would win in half a day. Listen, all countries matter, okay? Oh my god. <laughs> that was that was even the reason why the Vatican just stood by while Mussolini did what he did, because Mussolini essentially threatened that if they didn't um that that if they went against him he would take away the Vatican's sovereignty. Wow. I mean, so that's just So it, it's it's not like they really have any sort of sort of weight um to, to any It's again, really it's a gentleman's a agreement. True. It's a True. gentleman's agreement. But they're still a country. But you know who's also an elector? Because you know what, every everyone's a gangster until and, until a fascist dictator wants to take away your your big hat. No, but listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's it. That's the electoral college. There it is, the magic mm. of government. Dun dun dun. God. Your... We should start selling mahogany boxes. Yeah. <laughs> Inlaid with the trilateral troika on top. Oh, yeah. Shit. Etched, laser etched in. Oh my god. Or like the uh, the the king's box that the um, or the, the queen's box that the the British monarchs get. Future it's merch. Like a, like a wooden box that just says like king on it. It's just a wooden box that's the trilateral troika symbol on it. Future merch, baby. Alright, well, I'm gonna go eat wings. Enjoy, enjoy some wings, Steve. Enjoy wings. I'm gonna go continue drinking and try to forget about just how ass backwards everything is. Yep. It's a good thing. And on that note, see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Later.